Okay, warriors, you are listening to Unqualified Therapists. Remember, stay wild and weird. Hey, warriors, this is Amy. And I'm Sarah. We are the hosts of The Unqualified Therapist. We are not here to give you advice. We are here to tell you our stories, share your stories, and bring on the professionals from time to time. Mental health is complicated, and we know that from our personal experience. We believe in professional therapy. Both Sarah and I use that on our own healing journeys. But we also know it isn't one size fits all. The stigma surrounding mental illness can make us feel alone. We are not alone. You are not alone. And you're listening to The Unqualified Therapist Sync. Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of The Unqualified Therapist. Ooh, ooh. Yeah, yeah, we're back. <laughs> this is two days in a row of recording. I, I love it. This is like, I want to do this all the time. It is my happiest place on the planet. Maybe you guys will hear from us a lot more in the new year because I could do this every day. I could do this every single day. I just need to hire someone to do the rest of it. Yes. That's a great idea. I don't want to touch social media ever again. <laughs> <laughs> but to record yeah. um, stuff for you guys, I would do that every day of my life. It makes me so happy. So hopefully you enjoyed our Reality Bites 4 mm-hmm. that just released. And it's, um, you know, we take you on that roller coaster ride of emotions. Up, down, up, down, up, down. When don't we, though, you know? We like, we like to keep it real. <laughs> yeah. It's just it was um, it was a fun time, though, to record that. And we intended that to be our beginning part of this episode. And then it just kept going. And we were and like, going, hey, going. how about we don't have banter that lasts 50 minutes? I think it was 57. <laughs> I, I was like, I don't think that's going to work. <laughs> like, but it wasn't going to make me from it wasn't going to stop me from talking. So. Right. Right. We had yeah. a lot on our minds. But the thing that we wanted to talk about for this episode is something pretty relevant to right now. We're in holiday season. Uh, everybody's it's the holiday uh, season. Oh my. <laughs> Everybody seems to celebrate something around this time of year. And mm-hmm. if you don't, you're lucky. No, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> but that means family. That means emotions. That means feelings. That means memories. Mm. Dear God, does that mean memories? And so how do we handle grief during this holiday season is really the conversation we're going to have today. Yes. We and don't have the answers. No. Again, conversation. And if you're not dealing with a death, I think, you know, we were just talking about this beforehand. I think what we want to make clear, too, is that this episode is still going to be for you because because grief and loss doesn't always come from death. Right. Um, it can come from estrangement. It can come from living far away. And maybe you're still in contact with your family, but you don't have a way to be able to be with them. Mm-hmm. It can it can be a lot of different... The end of a relationship. Yeah. Yeah. There can be a lot of reasons to be feeling grief. 
And again, it does not mean that you've recently or in the past had a death in the family. It's just any sort of loss. Sometimes friendships will wane away um, Mm -hmm. in good ways or bad. Right. And there's that. You know, you could be going through a divorce. Mm -hmm. You could be breaking up with someone. There's a lot of things. And somehow this time of year where everybody's supposed to be so happy um, can make it harder because your feelings are so... Um, they're the so surface. Well, they're so different from the way that the feeling of the season is supposed mm, to be. Mm-hmm. Right. So yeah, they, can, they contrast sure. um, very clearly. And that makes it a little bit more difficult, I think. So how how are you? Okay, so both of us are dealing with grief when it comes to the loss of someone, um, a death. Um, we also are dealing with some grief in some other areas as well. How are you feeling? How are your holidays going so far? Check in. Check in. <laughs> Hello. Are we going to take that long pause out? Probably Mm-mm. not. <laughs> wow. Wow. That's that's a loaded question. Um, I'm feeling a lot. I have a lot of emotions. I have a lot of feelings. A lot of it is toward um, the loss of my husband and my kid's dad. I think a lot about the fact that the very last time that we were together as a family of four, even though Scott and I weren't necessarily together, it was Christmas and that was um, three years ago, which is wild to me. But so those are the last pictures we have right? as a family. Those are the last memories that we have. My gosh, it does not feel like yeah. three years ago. So that would have been Christmas of 2018. Mm-hmm. Yes, because he died in May of 19. Mm-hmm. So that was that was our last memory as a family. So that's a little bit challenging for me uh, to wrap my head around sometimes. Um, Lily's birthday, we just had that. And, you right. know, most he, he did most of those birthday parties. So that was also, well, the last home party we had, he did. And so this was the first one that I was doing. And, um, you know, and then on the other hand, I have lost a lot of family. Yeah. And not by death, but by other circumstances, circumstances, we'll say. And we can leave it at that. But that it's a lot of people. Yeah. I mean, I have it's a whole entire side, a whole slew of people that meant a whole lot to me and my kids. And I I have a lot of feelings around that. I feel very um, sad, angry and a little bit like dumb. Hmm. Not, you know what I mean? The dumb's not the right word. A little bit naive. Okay. Yeah. Because I was really, really for years and years looking for the best. Yeah. Like I just continually was like, people only do as much as they can or do, they'll do, <laughs> when that's they know better, they'll do better. You know, that sort right, of thing. Right, right. Just because I really wanted it to work. I wanted that, that to work. But, you know, 43 years of that part of my life now gone and then it hurts me but the worst part about it is watching my kids suffer Mm -hmm. they are very very hurt and shame on those people yeah for doing it to a 12 year old and a five-year-old but what are you gonna do I mean so we are um just like we did with Scott we're starting fresh we're starting new new traditions new ways of doing things um it probably will be a lot less stressful. <laughs> yeah. I think, you know, in this research, as always, in uh-huh. this research, when we're like looking 
for the things to tell you guys because like we say in the title we're unqualified so we find the qualified advice for all of you yeah i learned so much in ways that are going to make this less stressful hopefully and make it more enjoyable and a little less ouch yeah less painful yeah and when you have a whole lot of people out of your life now that are super challenging to deal with and it takes a lot of work then a lot of it does that then the decision's already been made for you in a sense I don't have to set up the boundary right you know and so it already happened it's done and so a lot of the things that I was able to look up I am like well yeah I get to Mm -hmm. say yes to what I want to say yes to because there's no obligation right right anymore yeah I don't know. It's a double-edged sword. Mm-hmm. For sure. Is that an old-timey saying as well? I don't think it's as old as apple cart, which um, I do have to say, I got to go back to that because was it Randy or Mike who looked it up? One of the boys looked it up. Oh, I think it was. I think Randy first made fun of me and then <laughs> Michael looked it up. Yes. A couple episodes ago, Amy used the reference something about the apple don't, don't upset, upset the, the apple, apple cart. cart and i was like what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> I've never heard that before so randy finds it it is a reference from the 1700s yep yep so when amy says i'm 100 years old you're not you're 350 years old <laughs> and then randy said something about i don't know did you have fun during the whatever and i was like no i was busy with the whiskey rebellion <laughs> like she's like that shit was lit <laughs> I have lived so many lives, people. You have no idea. Sometimes she just gets these sayings from previous Honestly, lives. I do think I think that could be it. It's previous Maybe. lives. Who knows? Who knows? It was it was from the Titanic. <laughs> Which Sarah and I were both on. Yeah, exactly. Yes. Just want to make sure you all since you know, if yes. you want to go back and listen to how yes. we know that, you can, but we both were there. <laughs> Oh my god. So wow. We're gonna try to um be with the cool kids and find out what people are saying now. Okay, so I have to I I I know this has nothing to do with grief during the holidays, but I have to ask the general audience listening, can you let me know? Is bussin' a national or international thing? Or is that like something that the kids are saying here in Pittsburgh? Because my son says everything that he eats is bussin'. Never heard that before in my life. And I'm like, what? Maybe it's just vegan language. It could be my son. I don't know. I feel like I heard Lily say it too, though. No. I, I don't know. You'll have to ask her. I'm going to have to ask her. Because, yeah, he's he's like, it's what you say when something tastes good, mom. You'd be like, this. So when I make dinner and he's like, this dinner's bussin'. That is, Okay. I don't know, man. I don't know. I mean, it could be. I liked that they brought stuff back. Like, yeah. D's nuts. <laughs> I know. That came out. He was like, hey, have you ever heard that? And I was like, yeah, when I was in eighth grade. When I was like your age. <laughs> so, yeah, when things come back around and yeah. um, like the time that I was making my playlist last week for yoga and there was, um, oh, my gosh. Destiny's Child. Yeah. That's the one with Beyonce, right? Yeah. Yes. And yes. so it's, um, <laughs> right. Yeah. I, Lily was like, that's a new group. And I was like, <laughs> what? And she was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That song you just played, that's new. And I was, mm. no. Mike and I were like, mm, no, definitely not <laughs> what new. What song was it? Was it Bills, Bills, Bills? It was Bills, Bills, Bills. Bills. God, yeah. That's 
that's not the one I decided to play, but that was the one. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's a very it must it's a be woman on empowering song. right now or something because that clearly that's the only way we know new things. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, okay, moving on. Grief. I'm sweating. I gotta take off my sweater. It's a really pretty sweater though, by the way. Thank you. Um, Very much. Yeah, grief. Oh, let's let's just get back into the sad stuff because this is but this is what I do. Here's how I'm doing. I am deflecting a lot. Well, here's how I'm doing. I didn't even ask you. <laughs> God. Hi, my name's Amy and I'm super selfish. No, you're not. I know, Shut I'm the not, hell up. We got off topic way. But it's really funny. Topic. It's bussin'. I'm blaming the bussin'. bussin'. Yes. Um, no, I yeah, I mean I have been either deflecting and finding humor, or I'm irritable as fuck. Ooh. And it's a good I'm thing tr- I've stayed away. <laughs> no, we've just been laughing a lot. Like every time we're hanging out, we're just laughing. This is that's the side of it that I'm going with. Oh God! I'm trying poor to family. Stay. I get the good stuff. I, t- I know. I I'm trying to stay out of that. Um. But I, I I'm there is aware a, of it. Yes, and I and I think that's a part that people need to understand. There is a part of grief, a big part, mm-hmm. that is not tears. It is irritating yeah. and like annoying yeah and your blood boiling and i'm gonna punch you in the face exactly exactly there, there's that's a whole big chunk of it it really is why there and there's i mean so well in the in the stages of grief which have now been found they've to been debunked be debunked okay, so make sure i say that yeah in a way that it's like there are no grief is not um steps there's no steps to it's grief. cyclical you'll go through it again yes and, and it'll keep go repeating through it, it for the rest of your damn life out of order <laughs> exactly <laughs> says the widow yeah you'll go through it out of order there is no order there is no um like way to do it it's just that these are the things that tend to come up often yes. and that's the you know the the anger the denial um the depression the acceptance. acceptance um so those are fun months when i accept it yeah so like those things kind of come and go and flow through but those aren't there aren't any like stages to kind of work your way through okay now i've worked my way through my yeah. anger yeah and now i'm gonna move on and and i guess <laughs> since we're talking about holidays and grief another thing that i want to debunk out there is that let's just say okay it's your first year that doesn't necessarily mean that's going to be the hardest one. Right. Right. So everybody's like, oh, just get through the first Christmas, the mm-hmm. first New Year's, mm-hmm. the first. Bur-. No, like it's just different every time. Right. And sometimes the first can be the easiest because you have so much support. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it can be the hardest because it's, you know, your first time Fresh. not being with that person. Mm-hmm. Sure. So you could be anywhere along that. Yeah. Spectrum. Yes. Yes. Lots of things that have been either debunked or added in um but i think the main thing that we want to make sure that we say is that grief is very personal yes and that no one feels the same yeah. everyone is going to deal with it very differently um being huge true crime fans that we are we also see that like people handle it's like grief differently where's she going um, with this you know just another example of are they guilty Oh, oh, that's not where my mind he went. He did not. Uh, my you know. mind went like that you were going to say like some people in their grief like murder. Oh, dear God. 
I mean, no. You meant, like we, you meant we watch it. We watch, watch it. it. Okay. We watch it. We watch the true I mean, crime. I, I, we listen to the I true crime. I have no buffer when I'm on this show anymore. <laughs> I just let you all know exactly what was in my head, and that's where it went. Same. So okay, yes. No. no, we we listen. We watch true crime. That was a that was a ginormous part of my healing. Yeah, and so like with that, like you get to see all of these different people and the way that they handle mm-hmm. the grief and that yeah. they handle the news of losing someone yeah. and so you know you they always say like you can't always tell if somebody's guilty just by the way they react right. because everybody handles it so differently so that was just a little um that was just an anecdote for you to to relate to that's all <laughs> we're not doing anything illegal over here we're not committing true crime we're watching analyzing and pretending to be the mank <laughs> Oh my gosh. So yeah, I mean, I'm in a, I'm in an irritable place, but I'm trying to not feel that. So I, I'm looking at my notes here and I have this box around the word guilt and I just want to know like, how bad is the guilt for you? Because the guilt for me is fucking real. And there's guilt on like two different ends of the spectrum. I fight with my guilt all the time. Um, And I guess with the holidays, yeah, I do. With the guilt of getting to experience it with my kids. Yeah. Getting to watch them grow and see this, that, this experience and that experience. I feel guilt for, (laughs) I think the biggest guilt that I feel is like when I have happy moments. Yeah. I just told you about that recently. Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, I talk about them on here all the time. I have the most incredible boyfriend and I'm happy again and my kids are happy and um I feel so much guilt it's hard to stay in that happy place yeah because once you start to feel that happiness then you start to think like oh like it would be so great if like Scott were here or if like wouldn't you know, it be wouldn't magical be if he was my best friend and I right. could call him up and tell him how wonderful Mike is, right. but also at the same time be like, help me out with Avery because he's doing this and it's just like you. Mm-hmm. And what, what is your advice? You know, how should I handle this or whatever? So then that happiness, so I make that joy all that you're these, feeling. Like, I make all these scenarios in my head that my therapist is like, mm, those would not have been reality. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get this straight. <laughs> I was like, but they're good stories. They're stories to tell yourself. They sure are. <laughs> So what about you? What are you feeling guilty about? I'm feeling guilty on both ends of it for feeling joy in some moments, which have been really fleeting this year. Yeah. I've felt a lot of joy in you know the past, um, but my mom just passed. Uh, you know, her yeah. funeral was six weeks ago. So I five weeks ago, I am still in that place of like, it still doesn't hit me yet. And there are times when I, because also, especially with it being Christmas coming up, like I go to tell her like, cause yeah. she was constantly like, you know, what should I get the kids? And I want to make yeah. sure I get one big present for each of them. And like, so I'll see something and then I'll be like, Oh, I got to tell her about that. And then I'm like, shit, you know? And so, so fresh there, <laughs> so fresh. And so there's, um, not as many moments of joy this year and then so then I'm feeling guilty for not feeling joy. Right. And and not embracing that and and feeling this irritable. Like that I feel so guilty over when I'm quick to anger and I'm so 
so freaking irritated with my kids or my husband and the dog. (laughs) I mean, there is a lot of guilt attached to that. And, you know, I guess what I would ask you, which I, what I asked myself and what I told you, like I did is like, I broke my boundaries. Like I pushed myself too hard. Yeah. You know, and I know better, but I think I can handle more. Yeah. Than what I actually can handle. Right. I do that all the time. Like my therapist said yesterday, she was like, um, what do you think your body is telling you? (laughs) And I was like, run a marathon. She was like, no. (laughs) You have pressed an incorrect button. Rest. Be (laughs) rest. Oh, God. Man, I wish I could tell you that we take our own advice. (laughs) (laughs) We would be so qualified. I know. It would be amazing. We would be these great, enlightened human beings. We are not them. No. No. We are just these flawed flawed. people who are trying to tell you guys that it's okay to be flawed. (laughs) To be flawed and to not know what the hell you're doing but at least we've got the tools and if we can access them in our brains at some point and use them <laughs> because here's the other thing that intensifies during the holidays whether you have grief or not is brain fog dude that is some I real just shit can't remember things anything and i think i, <laughs> I Oh, guys, I'm going to post a picture. It's the oh, most no. embarrassing thing. My, my, um, my God, I can't even get the words out. My garage looks like an Amazon warehouse. <laughs> like, I'm not shitting anybody. Like, I'm not kidding you one bit. I have zero clue what anyone's getting. Oh, my gosh. In terms of my children. I think I definitely, like, I'm really hoping it's not that I overdid it for one and the other person gets, like, no, a blanket. Yeah. <laughs> So, um, it's going to be a real surprise when I go to wrap those someday. Someday. <laughs> December 24th at 9.59 p.m. Yep, exactly. <laughs> because where there's a white cloth, there's, there's a, a way. way. Hell yeah. <laughs> oh my God, that is definitely some... Uh... I mean, I had good intentions. I even listened to a podcast on planning for Christmas. And it was like, I was ready. I had the notebook. I yeah. Had, I mean, it was going to be like, on oh, from these days, this is what I'm going to do. And then this is where you track the gifts that you bought everyone and the pricing. And you stay in budget and all of this. Sh- you think I did that? <laughs> I'll show you my list. It's like I did it for two days or something. It's just bad. So, yeah. Uh, I've lightened the load a little bit. I'm actually shocked at the person that I am right now. Like, I don't know who I am. In in some ways, it's good. It's really good. Because you've been super chill. Yeah, I've been super chill. I've been buying gifts, like, for a month or more. Yeah. Just here and there so that it doesn't, it's the financial impact isn't super bad. But you probably remembered what you bought, therefore you didn't buy it again. I did, and I, I've been keeping it in my notes in my phone, and I've already wrapped like three quarters of everything. Show off. Who the hell? No, but come on. I know. I'm just this is like you. so not me. I don't know who I am, but it's it's good. I'm yeah. I'm glad. I I don't know. I, it's my it's me trying to keep myself occupied. I think. I'm proud of you. Thanks. That's impressive. I need a little, I want a sticker. I want a sticker. Well, I just said I was proud of you. So be intrinsically motivated, Sarah. Take that and and run with it. Yes, Um, I'm going to, I'll take it. Going back to our grief, um, 
the fact that you did do that shopping early um, really caught a nerve, though, with one of your gifts. The gift that you got for your kids to fill out for your mom. Yeah, it was rough. I mean, it was rough just sitting here looking at it with Mm -hmm. you. Yeah, so I bought it months ago with the intention of giving it to my mother for Christmas. And it's this little mini book. And it's on the front says things I love about my grandma. Yeah. And on the inside, it's just these simple sentences that are fill in the blank. And it's, you know, things like, I love it when you tell the story about blank. Um, You know, my favorite thing about you is blank. And so it's just these little things that you can put in there. And man, I just kept looking at it and it was sitting right here (laughs) next to me at the table where we record. And every time I looked at it, it just was like a punch to the gut because I would have a split second where I would be like, I have to get the kids to fill that out. Yeah. Because <laughs> I would forget. Yeah. And then it would go back to the, you don't need to do that anymore. Yeah. But we were talking and I think I'm, I'm going to ask them to see if that's something that they want to do so that they can keep it themselves and have a little book of what they loved about their grandma. I also asked you maybe... Do you feel like it might be a good idea to move it off the table? Yes. So Amy had me move it, which was good. Uh, <laughs> I didn't force her to move no, it. But no, but I suggested. Like, you did. You, were, you actually said just that. Maybe you want to put that somewhere else. <laughs> it's really hard when something's right in front of you yeah. like that. It, it can really, it's just like a sucker punch when you don't even know it's coming. Yeah. And that happens enough that we don't need to like right. help that along. Right. Add some more things to it. That's not. That really hurt my heart when... Oof when we were looking at that because it just shows you how fast things change right and how quickly we lose people which is Mm -hmm. why it's always in my mind such a shame when we are grieving people who are still alive yeah yeah but we can't change people Mm -mm. i i if i know one thing for sure (laughs) (laughs) so i've we reference this episode enough. I, I really hope you've all listened to it. But if you listen to the Gaslighter episode, we talk about um, a former friend and business partner, Jill. We That's not her name, but that is what we call her. And I'm having a lot of grief um, over Jill this Christmas, which is odd. Yeah. Because this, is the, this will be the third Christmas mm-hmm. that I have not been in contact with her. I didn't have this grief, really. The first two. Um, and all of the sudden, and it's not, and it's, and it's irritating me because it's not grief. Like you're crying and you're like, I wish she was here. No, I have no desire to have Mm -hmm. a relationship with her once more, but everything for some, like all of the things that occurred between us keep coming up in my mind this year. And it's really fucking pissing me off. (laughs) And I'm wondering if that is also a big part of my irritability and yeah. it's it's part of my grief in the fact of like it's a shame it's a real shame and I think I'm grieving my business a lot um more than I'm actually grieving the loss of that friendship because that and was now it's attached to that in exactly your, in your trauma like response right and so you know I had this this yoga studio uh, that I was so passionate about and it was my love and um I haven't been doing yoga for the past three years and I really, really want to do yoga again. Yeah. And so I've been 
trying to look up classes and I go and I look at classes and I'm like, I'm going to sign up for that and I'm going to go to that class. And then I don't. And I think it's this, this is like stopping me from doing it. And so I'm having this grief over <laughs> like this practice that I yeah. loved and that yeah. gave me peace and that gave me um, a sense of purpose. And mm-hmm. I, I like, and I'm not, I'm not a cocky person, but it was something that I was really good at. I'm going to second that like <laughs> and I, I don't mean to be you know arrogant sound arrogant or anything but it was that's my like I was really really good at teaching yoga and so the fact that I'm not doing that anymore um and it's attached to that friendship I think yeah. is the, is the, and, the main and there's thing a, and there's some things that it's terrible because we lose certain things when we lose a person or yeah. or something like that and just because it's attached um side note it's in my goals for just starting in January because we didn't do it in September. But so if anyone out there in Pittsburgh has a recommendation, Sarah and I want to go to a class once a week. Yeah. On the schedule done like every week. Yes. Um, give so us your recommendations. Give us your recommendations and let us know uh, if you know of an in-person class that we can hit up. We would very much appreciate that. Okay. So. So yeah. So grief comes in all kinds of different packages, guys. I'm grieving. I'm grieving yoga and I'm grieving my business and that's not a person. But, you know, you can, those are other things, you know, that you can feel grief over. So you're not alone there. When it comes to actual, like, person Mm -hmm. grief, or actually I should say any of it, any of the stuff we even talked about, Mm -hmm. you got to be really aware that your mood might be different from moment to moment, from day to day. So a lot of the things that I looked up had make a plan and have a plan A and B. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Did you? I saw that at one point, yes. Tell, but uh, the, I skipped over that one because the explanation that I saw was um, talking about more of like if you lost a person, having someone make a plan for someone else to fill that person's shoes in that circumstance. And I was like, blah, blah, blah. nope, can't oh, do I that. Didn't. I did not see that part. So tell me about your plan uh, A and plan B. Plan A basically is to go and do the things that maybe are planned for dinner you go look at the Christmas tree what you would normally do what you have planned and then plan B is like a fuck it bucket like bye (laughs) I love it you know what I mean like plan B is like no I can't yeah yeah and I and that's just about choice and I'm going to talk about that later but like having this choice you always have a choice um now what's really really hard for us, you and I, and any other parent out there, is that we, when you have to take into consideration children yeah. and their emotions. Mm-hmm. And so some that, that is the only reason that sometimes my grief gets put on hold. Yes. And it's not that I don't show them yes. my grief. It's just that I will do something I won't necessarily have done had I been alone. Yeah, or so, have the energy for it. So necessarily. you know, so Plan C then could be like you say yes to some things and no to other things, right? But this idea that it just doesn't have to be the way it was last year because it was the way it was last year. Yes, if you, especially if you're missing someone now, right? Right. You know, if you're missing the person who used to go with you or the person's house, like for you, for instance, who you used to go to, like you know your mom's house. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so. And then um, be gentle with yourself Mm. and protect yourself. Yeah. And I know this is kind of repetitious from our last two episodes, rest and then boundaries, but there's just this idea of protecting yourself and being kind to yourself Mm -hmm. 
I'm speaking to you, Amy Baumgartner, <laughs> <laughs> that we really need to do more often. Um, we need to treat ourselves better. I yeah. need to treat myself better. Yeah. So uh, we all do. I think everybody, yeah, for the most part, there is a an epidemic mm-hmm. in, especially in the un- the United States, of just being really fucking hard on yourself yeah. and expecting way too much of yourself. Way too much. It's that hustle culture yeah. that you know has been created, and it's just it's rough. But I, I also have a note here to, um, and this is this is like a recurring theme for myself um, since fall of 2019 I will tell myself over and over again acknowledge your feelings don't ignore them Mm. Um, because that's you know what ended you know me going having to go to the hospital for an extended stay um, because I did not acknowledge my feelings and I bottled them and I think so it's in turn as well as a parent um, the other night Willow came to me and she just started crying and she said why did Gaga have to go? They called my mom Gaga. Mm-hmm. Why did Gaga have to go? Yeah. And I instinctually wanted to scoop her up and tell her, it's okay, don't cry, and like hold her. Oh. And like, because that's how I was yeah. brought up. Yeah. And so I just wanted to be like, let's do something fun. Yeah. Or, and, you know, and like my mom's big thing was like, let's have candy or ice cream. Like, yeah. let's attach food to it too. Why not? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let's put all kinds of things here that are just so unhealthy for it. Right. But instead, like, and it was heart wrenching because to watch the tears well up in her eyes and for her little face to just like scrunch up and start crying. And I just said to her, I don't know why she had to go. I am so hurt about that. And, and she's like, it hurts. And I said, I know. And, um, I was, I told her, I was like, I'm glad that you're letting yourself feel that hurt for a little bit. Good job, dude. So hard. Hardest thing I've ever done. And she, she was just, and she, it was, it lasted for so much shorter than I thought it would have. So yes. And that is one thing I learned at the caring place, um, is that when children talk like from that age down, it's going to be short and then they can just somehow. Yes. And go right back. Yes. And that's what she did. And that's exactly how Avery is too. Wow. And we have unfortunately nightly talks about death. Yeah. And, and the thing is, is that doing just like you did, not brushing it off. Yeah. Not saying, oh, honey, you don't have to worry about that. Or, right. you know, he's in a better place. Well, I don't know. Like, I think, mm-hmm. you know, but mm-hmm. I mean, Avery's was a little bit more like, do you think he built a house up there? <laughs> I wonder if he's, what do you think he's doing? Do you think he looks the same? You yeah. know, lots yeah. of very like literal questions that time. But anyways, the idea is not to brush them off and not to like tell them it's all going to be okay. Yeah. Because it really isn't. God, it was so hard though. I'm just so proud of you. Thank you. And, um, it was good because I had just done the research on this. Mm. And so I had just just watched a video about with children to listen to all of their thoughts, listen to things that are like concerning, if there's mm-hmm. anything concerning behind mm-hmm. their questions. But it also said to use specific words like died and death yes. because you don't want to, you don't want them to feel like you, they can handle it. Yeah. We think they can't handle it, they but abs- they can handle it. And they'll tell you that. At yeah. least that's what Avery is. He's like, I know you think I can't handle it, but I totally can. Yeah. 
And so it said to use those specific words and then to create an environment where it's okay to grieve. Mm -hmm. If I hadn't just watched a video about that, I probably would have scooped her up and held her and be like, it's okay, don't cry. Yeah, (laughs) but you didn't. And hopefully telling this story is going to make it so one other person out there doesn't as well. Yeah, yeah. And do, you know, the hard, it's the hard, uncomfortable choice for sure, but there's healing for both parties in it. I, I feel a lot of healing because Avery's really like the only one that will talk about it with right. me yeah. you know like everybody else is kind of like over it and mm-hmm. he it's great because he talks about it and then we're done and we talk about like Paw Patrol or something yeah you know? yeah it's like <laughs> really really strange how that works yeah um but yeah so when you have kids there's a whole nother level attached to taking care of yourself protecting yourself saying no you know not overdoing it yeah so have fun walking that line <laughs> That's all. That's a no advice. <laughs> no advice. That's it. That's all we got. <laughs> uh, so going with all of these feelings, it, this is, and we talked about this a, a while ago, a while back with um, uh, Taylor, who talked about the loss of her infant daughter, Frankie. Um, and she had said, you know, that grief and joy can coexist. And this is something that I've now been hearing from multiple sources. And, you know, Brene Brown is is kind of really preaching that right now. And um, just a lot of different influential people are saying this. And I'm like, okay, this is so good to hear this over and over and over again, especially during this time of year, because all of these feelings can coexist. All feelings can coexist. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, I think that's where the saying, like, that th- there's a thin line between love and hate. I mean, like, <laughs> it's why I loved, you know, that Dis- Pixar movie, um, Inside Out. Oh God, I love because that movie. I felt like it was the best explanation I could even give to an adult. Yes, about how you feel so many things at once. Yeah, and you just like, I don't know. There's just, yeah, and it is complicated to feel so many things at once. When they're all at the control board and like fighting over who's going to get to come through. And then the like anger pushes the button. And he's like, Aah! I'm like, yeah, that's my, that's the inside of my brain. <laughs> yeah. 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 And, and I talk about that a lot with um, my kids is like that you can, okay. So you can be excited. Like an easy one for kids is to be excited and nervous. Yes. They're often feeling those two emotions yeah. at the same time. And that can be right. confusing, but you can also be happy and sad. Yeah. And, um, yeah, so there's a there's a song "This Life" by um, Vampire Weekend. I don't know that one. That Lily sent me on her birthday after her like fantastic night with like the most perfect presents for Mike, and then from you know I actually bought her shoes that she liked, <laughs> so I was pretty excited. I did okay, <laughs> um, but she was just feeling very loved and so and yeah. very happy. And she she sent me that, and she said, you know, I feel both. Mm. She's like, I feel really sad right now about dad missing this yeah but I feel happy sad mm-hmm. so wild right yeah and and it's I think when we say that to each other and we can say that to other people that people will know what you mean be like yeah I get that yes I get that exactly so it's good to to remind ourselves of that that we're going to experience all of these things especially around this time of year when there's so much joy surrounding us everywhere yeah other people are feeling a lot of joy just All of the movies are feeling yes. joy. <laughs> yes. Everywhere. It's just this joyful. Magical time of yes. year. And, you know, we're sitting here like, 
I can feel that for a second. Do you feel like you feel it sometimes and then you're like, oh, I'm feeling joy. And then you are like, oh shit, I'm feeling joy. And then you're like, wait, no, come back, come back. And you're like trying to grab yeah, for and it. That's and when like, I feel like inside out the movie, yes. I feel like I'm chasing joy and I'm yes. like, no, come back. I didn't mean it. I don't want the sadness. <laughs> yeah. Back and forth. I know. Exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah. So do you have like, what do you have? I, tell us more things. So, I mean, uh, the obvious set boundaries. So we've, we talked about that a little bit that the thing that I think that we forget a lot of times, which is like such a simple thing is that we have a choice. Like we have a choice. There yeah. are times when people are like, well, I don't have a choice. I have to go. And I'm like, no, no, no. Yeah. I have a choice. I don't have to go. I'm a grown ass woman. Yeah. If I don't want to go to this family thing that I have gone to for the past 20 yeah. years, I don't have to go. Yeah. I can say no. And so like, I I mean, (laughs) that's a rough one for me to say though, because my family is so spread out. We don't have anything like that. Um, so I can't, I was watching, uh, four Christmases with my dad last night. I love that movie. And so the second you said that, all I could think of was mistletoe, mistletoe. (laughs) Like there's so safety word. And then like, get the F out. Yes. Have your safety word. Safe word. Um, although there were many times when my dad was like, why didn't she say it sooner? She should have left mistletoe. He's like yelling at the screen, mistletoe, mistletoe. <laughs> like when she's in the jump, jumpy, bouncy house. I was like, dad, she'll say it soon <laughs> So yeah, um, something that I did not, um, I did not see in my notes or like in my research, but something that I do mm-hmm that I've given myself permission to do is sometimes I just walk, I find a quiet like spot mm. for a moment. Mm-hmm. So and just important. Take a minute. Yeah. And then I can return. Yeah. When it gets overwhelming. Yeah. Um, a couple that I was actually, I was kind of going back and forth on, but I, I like them. Um, but there are honor traditions and create new traditions. So like honoring traditions, if they're healthy ones that bring you joy. So, there was an example of like if there's a favorite dish um, that you would have that in their honor. If they have a favorite holiday movie, mm-hmm. then you would watch that in their honor. Read the story, mm-hmm. listen to the song, etc. You know, do those kinds of things. In they don't have to be like grand gestures. They can be small things like that that honor. Yeah. So I had I had one too. So when my dad um, and I talked about this just like very briefly on the reality bites that my dad was like a little kid at Christmas time. Yeah. Like he was up at 4 a.m. Legit like 4 a.m. That was like the the latest (laughs) that he would get up and he'd get a video camera out and he would go to everybody's room. Oh my. Because we would all stay at my parents' house and um, my sisters would come in with their kids. And so, like, everybody's piled in and he would go around room to room and be like, Who's going to be the Grinch this year? Shove a video camera in your face. And you're like, what the fuck you know? <laughs> <laughs> Clearly, it's you. Yes, clearly it was me. Um, so, you know, he was just very into it and he was, yeah, um, he played Santa. So he would get all, every, oh get, everybody, there would be like 15 to 18 of us in a living room and every single person would stay stop and watch one person open a gift at oh, a time. Yeah. How else is there to do it? Yes. That's the only so, way. I don't know. I, I know that there are families that just like go at it. Like, yeah, no, I don't. I don't, rip through everything. I'm not okay with that. No, we have always, it's we like always, it's one, one person at a time. At a time. So I worked way too <laughs> hard. Exactly. You're going to see what I got <laughs> this person and you. <laughs> You're going to appreciate need, it. We need to give it. It's like due time yes. in the sun. Like we've got to just, yes. Uh huh. 
so I mean, with everybody, with so many people there and everybody buying gifts for everyone else and whatever, there's like a gazillion gifts. So it would be hours. I mean, we would take like hours, hours to do Christmas. Yeah. But he would be Santa and he would sit by the tree and he would pull a gift out, read who it was to, who it was from, give it to that person. They would open it, whatever. And then he would take the paper and put it in the garbage bag. So it was like this very organized thing. Uh-huh. So like after after he passed, my nephew actually started doing that. Mm. And I remember the first year was like, he's like, I, I don't want to, I don't want to do that. And we were like, come on, you know, come on, Deej, you got to, like, you got to be Santa. You got to do this. Yeah. And, and, and he did it. And every every Christmas that we've spent with him since, he takes on that role. And it's, and he's, I mean, he's like a little kid at Christmas, too. He's always the one that's so up early. So you feel like and, he feels good about it now? Yeah, mm-hmm. definitely. It's, it, I think at first it was a little, like, raw. And he was like, I don't know right. about taking that spot. But he's, um, he's embraced it and... and He's our little kid anyways. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he loves, and I loves think Christmas. One of the things that, um, one of the words that you didn't like was compromise. Mm. I don't want you to compromise your feelings. Um, two things that I want to talk about, communicate and compromise because what you said kind of brought some stuff up. And then also me so callously saying like, just don't go. I, I should really say, like, you should communicate why you're not going. Oh, for sure. Like, you should. <laughs> don't. Be just a, not. Don't be a jerk. Yeah. Um, communicate like I just can't. And you don't even necessarily have to say why they know, but communicate that it's not like something they've done. This is just not something you can handle right now. Right. Um, and maybe they'll say, well, I'm going to come get the kids anyways. Mm-hmm. And wouldn't that be a joyous thing? Mm. So, but regardless, communicate why you are choosing what you're choosing, whether that be plan A, B or C. But the compromise would be that if someone felt really strongly like that was your dad's role, yeah, that you guys would have a communi- like a conversation mm-hmm. to decide if that was okay or not. Right. And I think that's what compromise they mean when they're saying that. Sure. Um, just the fact that there's no right or wrong way to grieve, which we talk about how mm-hmm. personal it is. And the example they were talking about was some people might want to like have a tribute on the tree and some people mm-hmm. might not want that in their face. Mm. So, Avery ha- helped me decorate for Christmas, and um, w- I don't want to say we don't put things out with Scott in them. We do, but you know, it's Lily has asked that it not be like in her face all the time. Mm, yeah, so you have to respect that, and I have to respect that, mm-hmm. right? So Avery, <laughs> I only laugh because if you just knew him, you would just like just think it's hilarious what he's doing he like basically built a shrine to his dad oh my gosh with everything that was in the christmas bin that had to do with scott right so you know the picture that's in the christmas frame yeah uh that you don't keep out all year yes he's not even in it it's like baby lily and scott and i but he like has it in a big like prominent place in his room yeah and then he has this painting that um one of the last I don't know it was the year before so 2017 we had like painting night and we painted canvases and I had painted like a picture of um Christmas ornaments and it had each of our names in it and that was very important to him I was like getting ready to put it back in the box like underneath everything Mm -hmm. just as a save it was like no 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 (laughs) and so I feel like that was a good compromise that like he could then display that in his bedroom yeah yeah you know because and that in no way means that either one of them is missing him more or less. It's just that Lily, it's really hard for her to have that in her face all the time. Yeah. 
And I get that. I get it. I kind of feel similar. Right, right. So I get that. But, you know, I think it's important to let people grieve how they mm-hmm. and, and, and celebrate and honor mm-hmm. in the way that they feel best. Yeah. And that was uh, so creating new traditions in honor of them and making it a celebration mm-hmm. was another um, suggestion from um, the psychologist that uh, had some good tips out there. And I'll, I'll put it in the show, no- show notes for you to find her um, little video. But I think that's a really great idea. And um, in case my nieces and nephews and whatever listen to this, I'm not going to say specifically what my sister is doing, but she's doing it's something it's something small that she's sending everybody mm-hmm. Um of that that um, my mom loved it's just like a little like yeah treat thing yeah. you know that my mm-hmm. mom used to love and so she's sending all of us uh, you know a little small box of it so that we have that and I yeah. think that's like a really cool little celebration it's something that you know we'll get to open it and you can't not think of her yeah when you look at it and it'll just it, things like that are are a really good idea. And so I think what we're going to do as a new tradition um, as a family is there's a festival of lights at Ogilvy Park in Wheeling um, that I used to go to with my parents mm-hmm. when I was younger. Mm-hmm. Um, but in uh, the old, like my older years, my mom came here. So we didn't for Christmas. So we didn't go there. So we didn't go to the lights yeah. anymore. But I think I just want to drive down there. That's nice. And take the kids through them. And because she loved it. She absolutely loved it. And my high school radio station has like Christmas music on that you listen to while you go through. It tells you to tune to that. And I just think it'll be a really nice tradition for us to start to do that is in the place where I grew up with her and spent time with her. And that's a beautiful tradition. I love that. Yeah. It'll just be a nice little thing. Yeah. Do you have any traditions that you've created? Um... You know, like I, I said that one year when we did all of the Bad Moms Christmas things. Yes, I was thinking that actually. <laughs> um, she hasn't mentioned wanting to do it again. I am sure she, there, there would there would be like no doubt that she would want to go jump again. Yeah. So, you know, do we hit the trampoline park possibly? Um, I don't know. I mean, I, I am big on traditions. Scott never really was. He kind of, he was like... He was too cool for a lot of things, (laughs) that being one of them. But, you know, um, no, I don't think we really do. I mean, we do Christmas morning just, you know, as everyone does. And um, it's going to be real different this year. Less about Scott and more about my family. Yeah. It's going to be very different. Lily asked if we could start this tradition, and this is something I did as a kid, so I'm, like, happy to do this backup of going to the movies on Christmas. Yeah. So I would. I think that'll take up time. In mm-hmm. a way, that's, like, kind of where I'm at now is, like, mm-hmm. what am I going to do to take up time that day? Mm-hmm. And if it was just me, I would, like, lay in bed and watch Netflix. But there's just this pressure, especially in a grieving situation or a lost situation <laughs> of yeah. the parent to, like, figure out a way to, like, fill that day with something mm. so there? Ugh, I, know. I don't know I don't know Sarah maybe we'll wait and like do our gingerbread houses that day or something yeah I'm not sure we could come up with something that we yeah. could all do together we could do a tradition together I love that yeah let's do it we have the best families yeah, combined I agree and I think that it's gonna be a really great day for you and your family and I also am expecting it 
to be hard for you as well because of that reason. Yeah. <laughs> because it's going to be a really great day. And yeah. so just wanted you to know that I'm here. So we same. can do something together. Same, same, want. same. <laughs> you want to go to the movies? Let's. <laughs> let's do it. I We used to do, I told you guys a story That's about how favorite. we got kicked out uh, yeah. of the movies on Christmas right. Day. Exactly. So. I don't know. It just kind of gives you something you don't really have to like put a lot of effort in out you know, exert effort into right. to do it. Exactly. And, so, and it's also an activity and it's a nice tradition. So we'll see what do we have. We have like two weeks. Yeah. Something like <laughs> it's that. It's coming really quickly. Okay. Right. Um, so that was my, all I had about grief. Um, obviously number like for me, the last thing I'm going to, and then you can go ahead. The last thing I'm going to end with is to stay flexible. Mm. Yeah. And and really flexible with yourself. Yes, yes. And sensitive to your own like feelings, and then also flexible with your children. And the fact that you know they might be overstimulated and done, right? Um, but just flexible in all of it. Like it's just it's one of those qualities that you just have to like, even if it's so hard and you wanted to like do the full two hours or whatever. Yeah, yeah. you just sometimes can't, and it's just sometimes better to just like. We're going to roll with this. <laughs> um, I think that's a huge thing. And I always think about there's only been one time in my life where I did something where I like listened to my body and was like, I'm out. Um, and that was a spin class. <laughs> did you Irish? I did 15 minutes and I was like, fuck this. I'm out. It's just not my thing. <laughs> no, it's not mine either. <laughs> but I think like I in, jacked up my knee doing it. Yeah. I just think in life in general, mm -hmm. we need to listen to ourselves and our minds mm -hmm. and our bodies when they're, when our mind is like, nope, I'm done. We need to just be like, okay, let's go. That mistletoe, me, mistletoe. That made me think of, um, I, I don't, I don't listen to my body. So I torture myself to Ugh. the end of everything, but I had started going to the spin classes when it was cool. Like when it just yeah. first came out and yeah. I like convinced Scott, I was like, the first one's free, go. Yeah. Same exact thing. 15 minutes. And he was like, this is insanity. And he like ran away. It was like, no, he like a friend of mine was in there and she was like, he literally like ran out. He's <laughs> like, God, this is bullshit. I'm yeah. out. Peace. Uh, yeah. So uh, another really great piece of advice that I found was to ask for help. And yeah. <laughs> We all know we love to do that, right? Nobody likes to ask for help. It's like the hardest thing. But the the big things where like that means anything from going to therapy and, and talking yeah. about it. So like just saying the things out loud right. to someone else is so incredibly helpful. Um, asking for help from your friends, asking for help from your coworkers. Like if you need to take a, some time off yeah. and someone can help you out, don't be afraid to ask. Yeah. You know, the worst thing they can say is no, you know, and then go to plan B. You're fucking bucket. <laughs> <laughs> I'm making that a t-shirt. Yes. Plan B. Fuck it, bucket. Oh my gosh. That's great. But, write that down. <laughs> yeah. Write down. TM. Uh, <laughs> just another piece of advice was to be fair and realistic with yourself. And I think that this is like something that I'm so adverse to the saying time heals all wounds. Yeah. Like, Oh, it is so it's just not true. And so I think time what time does is it helps us learn how to cope um, with things over time. And we we learn how to do that. Um, and that's what the time is doing is yeah. giving us that that space to to learn how to cope and get through it. And new memories you make. Exactly. And new experiences. And yes. you're 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 not replacing, but you're 
reforming just new parts of life. Mm-hmm. Right. Creating new. Yeah. Not replacing. There's room. There's room for all of it. Yeah. And I think that might be challenging for some people. I know for me it is. It's definitely a topic I talk about a lot in therapy is that um, the fear of that joy and the new memories pushing out all of my old memories. Right, right. So if you're feeling that way, I get you. Mm -hmm. Um, But don't lose sight of the moment. Exactly. If you're feeling some joy, feel it. Yes. Yes. Allow yourself to feel it. Yeah. Because you know a wave's going to come eventually and like mm-hmm. suck you under, but then the joy will come back again. Exactly. So taking it one feeling, taking it one event at a time mm-hmm. is just really important. Yes, it is. Give yourself grace. We say that all the freaking time because it's so necessary. And then have somebody else in your life that says it to you, like Sarah says it to me. Yes. (laughs) I say it to her. I know. Because uh, it's just, I think it's ingrained in us to be really hard on ourselves. Stop it. Exactly. Saying that that to all of you. That's how she says it to me. I'm like, God, that was really freaking (laughs) loving. Awesome. Knock it off. (laughs) No, she'll go, stop it. Stop it. And I'm like, oh my gosh. No, I'm kidding. It's fine. I know that I need to be here. I need to hear that sometimes. So we hope. That through all of this rambling, oh my God. you were able to pull a couple things out that might help you wherever you're at um, in terms of grief or loss or, um, you know, change, any any of that stuff during this holiday season. And that you know that, um, you know, these two gals over here are feeling it too. <laughs> we're with you. We're with you guys. We sure are. Hey, you know what I want for Christmas? What do you want for Christmas? Because I know what I want. I think we want the same thing. Yeah. So should I say it or yes? Yes, go for it. Okay, listen, folks. This is what I really want. I want to be able to continue to do this podcast. Mm. It brings me so much joy. And I really freaking hope it brings you joy too. I'd like to think that it does. Um, You listen to it every week. So we're hoping. Um, But to do that, we have to build our partnerships with other people. And so... I would like for Christmas for you to join us on this journey by becoming a Patreon. Yes, becoming a Patreon. um, That support there helps to cover the cost of putting out this podcast. And in the future, with more support, we're wanting to start a nonprofit that's centering around filling in the gaps in the mental health system, as well as advocating to remove the stigma around mental health. And I feel like we throw around that remove the stigma all the time. And perhaps that's, you know, unclear as to what that means. And I'm just going to give it to you personally. So I lived many, many years, like close to 15 years um, in secret with my own mental illness as long with my husband's mental illness because mm-hmm. I was scared. I was truly, truly scared to let friends, family and our jobs know any of it because of the fact that there is just this there's a stereotype there's a thought process whatever it is because nobody talks about it exactly I felt like I was the only one right so that is what I mean when I say remove the stigma we're talking about it we're gonna let other people talk about it we're gonna put it out there so that it's just like you know regular common day conversation conversation. And then perhaps we can help people get the help that they need because more people are having conversations with each other. And they're not afraid to ask for the help and to get it. I am sure I could have probably found more help 
had I had more people to talk to, right? Or felt like I could talk to more people. Right. So it's, you know, we're just opening that door saying this is not scary. These are not scary words that we're, you know, afraid to say anymore. Right. You know, I was thinking about this last night. It's a very odd thing for me to just randomly think about, but seriously, it was it was kind of bizarre. I was thinking about the first time that you disclosed to me that your relationship wasn't what everybody thought it was. And I remember we were sitting on the floor of the studio yeah. and you were talking about, you had just had your wedding anniversary. And I remember you saying like, yeah, you know, 17 years and it's been a real fucking wild fucked up ride. And I was like, huh? That's so <laughs> crazy to me, Sarah, that I put on that good of a show. Yes, I I was so really? I was like stunned. I w- I was like, wait, what do you mean? What do you mean? It's not a crazy fucked up wild ride. And that's when you told me. Wow. And you said, yeah, I've been living with you know Scott has bipolar disorder. And yeah. And I was like, no shit. Yeah. I had no idea. And it was just the first time that you kind of opened up, and I was stunned. And so like, you having to live that by yourself mm-hmm. in such quiet and mm-hmm. in such secret is so sad. It and was, so it was, I would say 50% of the problem. It was so hard to live two lives. I can't, I can't even like imagine a double agent. I can't um, even imagine. But I was thinking about that last night and it was like heartbreaking to me and my heart broke for you in that moment. I was like reliving that time with you. Yeah. And I don't want anybody to ever feel like that. And that's no. when I was thinking like, this is why we're doing this. Yes. This is why we're here. Yes. And for all the men and women who've reached out to me who have bipolar or a spouse with it, um, I'm so glad you did. I'm so glad you're telling me. And, um, you know, and I hope you can tell other people. And someday we'll be able to tell our jobs. Right. Because it's just part of life. And it doesn't make you a better, worse, anything person. It just is. But that's what we want to do. We do not want people to have to play double agents. Right. That's <laughs> not, you know, you, 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 there's no healing in hiding. Ooh, t-shirt. Wait. <laughs> you so, should have just seen her face. She wait. was like so shocked that those words just came out. Wait a minute. <laughs> Hold the front door. Somebody else had to have said that at some point. But I like, don't know. I'm going to take that I'm, credit. I'm taking it. Yeah. That was great. There's no healing. There's no healing in hiding. In hiding. There isn't. So that's what we're doing here. And that is my life's mission and my work until the day I die. Yes. So if you're interested in helping us do that, that is the way you can help us do that is by becoming a Patreon. And we are working on making that a space that's not just you giving that money for support, but for you guys to get some fun stuff out of it too. And it's also a smaller community. So maybe some more honest conversation. Yeah. Some Q and A's, some just time together yeah. um but yeah it'll we'd love for you to join in and then hop on there and give us your suggestions on what you want to see on there and we will do all that we can to accommodate absolutely yes thank you so much for listening for supporting us and for also walking the walk with us mm. Mm, mm, mm. <laughs> we've got some good warrior partners yes yes stay wild and weird we love you Bye. Bye. This episode was brought to you by Sarah Simone and Amy Baumgartner. Theme song and other music provided by Epidemic Sound. Editing and production by Sarah Simone. To help us keep making episodes just like this, join our fan club at 
patreon.com slash unqualified therapists inc follow us on instagram at unqualified therapists where you will find our link tree to all things here at the ut if you have a story to tell or a topic you'd like us to discuss email us at unqualified therapists at gmail.com until next week warrior hold on we're gonna make it oh,